Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday Night Turmoil on Evolution Radio Network with your hosts, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. It's about to blow up wrestling fans. It's TNT. Tuesday Night Turmoil, live on the Evolution Radio Network. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my co-host. The reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie, and I have no clue where Sean is off to at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if he's getting his kinky boots resold or what the hell he's doing right now. 
getting drilled and filled. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I I had a little. Uh, the, the computer decided to crap out on me right right as we're supposed to be going on air. So that's why there was a bit of a delay for my end. So, all right. Well, tonight we have titled this episode WTF WWE, and I think the title is self. Self-explanatory after whatever that was on Sunday night, whatever that was last night, and uh, quite a good bit of what was on there tonight, we have to ask WTF WWE. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seriously. The, uh, I mean, I've seen, you know, Katie, I've seen some lackluster and some really stupid things over the years. I mean, you know, hey, who can forget? Who can forget? Unfortunately, the gobbledygooker. Yeah, a gobbledygooker. No well, I hate to say it, but in this case, last Sunday night, last night, and tonight made the gobbledygooker look like a actually a great piece of wrestling history. Hmm. So um well I'll tell you what, we gotta we've gotta okay. definitely start we we're we we've got we've gotta start out with uh with uh Clash of Champions. So let's yeah, so let's go ahead. Let's kind of let's kind of break that one down first because none of this happens without Clash of Champions on Sunday night. So, mm, nope. In fact, uh, oh. probably the the kickoff show was probably the, the best part of the entire evening. Okay. Um, then the, uh, in the kickoff show, uh, Drew Gulak retained the cruiserweight championship. Who knows how long the cruiserweight championship is actually going to, uh, remain in existence. Um, beating, uh, both Lindsay Dorado and Humberto Carrillo in a triple threat match, which was excellently well done. Um, then that was followed by AJ Styles defeating Cedric Alexander to, uh, retain the, uh, U.S. title. And after the match, Alexander being attacked by, uh, all three members of the, of the OC. And we are going to talk, and we're going to talk about Cedric Alexander too, because, uh, I just found out something, uh, earlier this afternoon regarding him. And, uh... That's it's not it's not going to be a nice thing for uh, the fans to hear about. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So then going on, um, the yes, the the great long time team of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode mm-hmm. defeated Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. And, of course, we all know 
how that occurred, where uh, um, Strowman's charging into into Ziggler, who then proceeds to knock into Rollins, and then, of course, Rollins winds up getting pinned. And then after that, uh, Strowman goes to uh, Charlie Caruso, says, yeah, he's been on a losing streak for a while, and I'm going to continue it. Then... The heel Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yep. She oh, yeah. She played dirty. Very, very and very and it was very sudden. Um I at least I at least I thought it was a very sudden finish there where all where uh Bailey untied the uh um bottom turnbuckle pad and then uh uh smacked Charlotte's head into it to uh knock her loopy enough to go ahead and uh, retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. But it also led to a lot of great memes afterwards. Um, a lot of gifs going around on Twitter with with uh, Bailey being compared to uh, Forrest Gump and a few other famous uh, running scenes from the movie and that. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Oh, run, Bailey, run! <laughs> run, Bailey, run! <laughs> That's no, that it's funny just because I, I did that to my husband Darren when he was running for the bus, like the bus stop right across the street from our, our place, and he forgot something and had to run across the street. I'd see the street cars and coming out in the front of the building. Run, Forrest! <laughs> run! <laughs> Oh my Sorry, god. I, I love that movie. It's my favorite. That's 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 so wrong. That's so wrong. Um and then um and then we get our uh, second title change of the night with uh, the revival defeating the uh New Days Biggie and Xavier Woods to win the SmackDown tag team titles. Um yeah. Working, working a, uh, working a uh, angle with the uh, neon woods to injure him to the point where he could not uh, defend himself. <clears throat> then mm-hmm. um, Alexa Bliss, looking very much going, going back to her uh, Harley Quinn look, and her yeah, partner Nikki Cross. Yeah, she did. She did. A um, lot of a uh, lot of compliments on uh, social media about uh, about how good uh, the makeup job and every and the hair was for her. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And they defeated uh, Fire and Desire, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, to retain the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, then Sasha Banks. Defeated Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch via disqualification, and that took a now that one, the call for the for the decision took an unusually long time on that one. I I was I was sitting there thinking, okay, wait a second. They now Becky Becky hits the hits the ref with the chair. They continue to brawl. They brawl out of the ring. They brawl up. 
through the stands, they brawl out into the concourse, then they go back, and it's not until about the time they get back to the ring area was when it was announced that uh, Becky had been disqualified. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in the ring, uh, around the ring, up the stairs, down the stairs, across the <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. exactly. Across I mean, the section, you know, for Christ's sake, you know, like... And then back back down the stairs is what it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. seriously, um, you know, it uh, it kind of it kind of reminded me of uh, um, ECW, only in a uh, larger, nicer building. Mm. In terms of in terms of the fighting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Do the concession. Okay. Like it was right. everywhere. It was great. I thought it was great. It, yeah, I know. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, funny when um, when uh, Becky uh, squirted the mustard on Sasha's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up her back. Um. Then, uh, then from you know, and and we'll and we'll talk and we'll talk about the uh, whole thing with uh, Becky. Um. Hitting the hitting the referee with the with the chair because uh, Kevin Owens uh, trolled that one quite excellently and like I say we'll get we'll get into we'll get into that uh, and in a little bit here um, then uh, Kofi Kingston defeating uh, Randy Orton to retain the WWE title um, I thought overall good. You know, good match, decent match, nothing to necessarily write mm. home about. And that. <clears throat> then, um, probably the uh, the shocker of the night, um, when uh, Eric Rowan defeats uh, Roman Reigns with help from his bludgeon brother, Luke Harper, mm-hmm. the man who we all thought would Out of not ever come back. Yeah. Thought he was done. Yeah, exactly. We all thought he was done. Exactly. I mean, the story the story had been that uh WWE was had uh added a year to his contract to uh account for uh, the injury time off in that and all of a sudden okay. boom, here he is. And then um and then Seth and then Seth Rollins um, successfully uh, retains the WWE Universal Championship, only to be attacked right after the match on the ramp by the Fiend, who hits him with a sister Abigail, and then plays him out even farther with the mandible claw. So. Okay, so that so that goes from from there into raw. Into raw we go. And so we're so so we get so we get the beginning of raw and um we get uh, we get Seth Rollins coming out talking about um, the match with Strowman and everything. Then the next thing you know, 
We get Firefly Funhouse, and here comes yeah. Trey Wyatt. Yeah. They're just getting all messed up. Everything turned upside down and shit, fuck. Yes, which <laughs> I'm going to – which um, we're going to talk about that in a minute because uh, everybody – because, of course, our original thoughts were – Wait a second. Okay, somebody's going to be in trouble. Somebody's getting fired over this. Um, so then, so then, uh, the next thing that happens, you get the revival, Brood and Sigler out to vote, and Strowman had already, who was supposed to be off had already threatened that somebody was going to get these hands. And the four of them <laughs> got those hands. They sure as hell did. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then oh uh, the OC, and then oh the OC God. defeating uh, Cedric Alexander and the Raiders. Um, with uh, Alexander getting totally obliterated, and again, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that in a moment. Um, then we get the stupid King of the Ring tournament final, and which in which boring Snorbin I can't defeat. Stand him. Still go with ears. Yeah, to feed some, yeah. To there's, feed yeah. Um, we'll we'll talk we'll talk because um, because uh, there's because there's gonna because there's some stuff um, about uh, um, about about him that uh, we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, then we have. The gender reveal party, which is the next biggest WTF part of the uh, of the situation. Um, where we go, where we go from that. Um, where we go, where we go from. Maria revealing that it's a boy to claiming that Mike is not the father. Mike is not the father. Ricochet's the father. Right. Which then which then sends Mike into a into an absolute tizzy. He uh, challenges Ricochet to a fight. Um And that and that finally and that finally happens out in the ring and uh, Ricochet defeats Canellis and then Maria comes out and says no he's not the father the real yeah. father is and then all of a sudden you hear music that you have not heard in many many months Rusev Rusev Except Rusev does not look like Rusev. Rusev looks like a big Juan Cena. <laughs> the goatee is gone. Really? The the mustache 
yeah. the mustache is very thinned out. He's tanned up. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. I you know, he looks like he could have been on a riding lawnmower in the old Mexico gimmick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not trying. Oh, wow. I'm not trying to be racist here, folks. But <laughs> it's but it's it's the fact. Rusev, a Bulgarian, looks like a Latino now. Mm. And and then he, who is and of course there and of course the uh, comments mentioned about the fact that uh, Rusev's wife Lana was not there. So no, you wonder where where you wonder where this is all going. Um, and then you sit there and you go, why is it going? And so Rusev defeats Canellis. So Canellis, like uh, Dolph Ziggler a while back, was uh, over over the evening. Then you get the next stupid period. I'm sorry, but I am getting sick and tired of the 24/7 title. Oh my god, I love it. And I love I'm it. Get, and I'm it's hilarious. And, and I'm getting sick and tired of our truth because of it. You can stop. Leave our truth alone. They've done they've done a lot of innovative things with this thing, man. Him, him and Camilla dressing up as uh Excuse me. Yeah, but as commentators, as you know, and and last night, as crew, you know. Yeah, but then, funny. but then, and then you get, and then you, but then you get this stupid thing about yo, know, how big the basketball is, how big the players had to have been, so on and so forth. You know, it's it's it was it's it's gone, it's gone, totally, it's gone totally ridiculous. Then of course. Uh, his honor, Mayor Mayor Kane, um, takes truth out to the uh, Tennessee Falls uh, field, and of course, you know, as Truth is walking backwards, that he is going to bump into the centerpiece of the goalpost, which then leads to Jacobs pinning him and winning the twenty-four-seven title. John <laughs> boring. Give you know, give me some give me something give me something new here. Okay. I mean you know, seriously, <laughs> this is you know it's it's got it's gotten I enjoy it's it. gotten beyond it's gotten beyond ridiculous. Okay. Then you get uh Rey Mysterio, um uh, and Cesaro comes out, threatens threatens uh, Dominic, and so Ray has to, of course, trash him out. Uh, then from there, uh, you you get uh, you get uh, Sasha and Bailey defeating Nikki and Alexa. Well, actually, actually Nikki, they had Alexa go out on supposedly a knee injury. And that, um, then, then, uh, you know, then the plank, Lacey Evans, 
defeats Dana Brooke. And then in and then um Rollins and Rude uh winds up uh going to a uh, no contest. Then all of a sudden the music hits and Kane comes out. And this time this time he doesn't even he doesn't even bother to worry about the position of the wig showing off the back of his head and that. Um saves Seth, but then he winds up uh at the end uh getting taken out by by uh, Bray Wyatt. So Uh huh. Okay. So, I, I now, like when I like when the fiend comes down. I really do. Well, I mean the fiend the fiend is the fiend is a good character, especially if he's uh, not overused. And that. Mm-hmm. And that's my and that's my biggest fear is that uh, they are going to eventually overuse him and you know that's going to be you know, and then it's going to be the same old same old. Event. So, yeah. All right. So now let, we'll we'll get in we'll get into a couple of things here. Um, now that uh, now that uh, ah. situation after the uh, Rollins Wyatt segment where the graphics mm-hmm. were upside down at yeah and just and just um, and the and what happened at the end with the uh, with the fireflies. Uh, yeah. Funhouse theme. That was mm-hmm. all deliberate. That was all deliberate. Because <laughs> the fiend is Finn, taking over. Right. That was that was the, that was the whole concept behind it was that the fiend was taking over Ross. Mm-hmm. And and last night was although I don't know who all wrote. Last night's Raw, whoever did deserve to get knocked out. <laughs> they deserve to wind up like that, like that uh, one new creative writer who uh, they caught a picture of him. He fell asleep at his desk on his first day on the job. Oh God! Um, who fell asleep? Who was it that fell asleep? Brand new, brand new writer. That they just hired. Oh my. Okay, I thought I thought you. Mm-hmm. But the but the entire but the entire um, show last night was a hundred percent Paul Heyman, Vince, Kevin Dunn, Trips. None of them were there last oh, wow. night. Shit. Yep. Mm. Yep. So, so yeah. Like I say, I don't know as far I don't know as far as who did the writing in that. Um, whoever did should be fired. <laughs> and then shot with uh, the own ball of shit. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then the Cedric Alexander yep. thing. Well, apparently. Vince has decided that it's time 
to bury Cedric Alexander. For some reason, he has gotten apparently tired of Alexander and has decided that he is going to bury him. So that is why he got he got trashed out both nights by AJ Styles. Uh-huh. So this is a this is entirely one hundred percent Vince McMahon. Cool. So well, I wouldn't say cool. I mean, my gosh, seriously, that's uh, that's I mean, you know, taking a good talented guy. I mean, you know. And unfortunately, with uh, the fact that uh, they're um, rolling the 205 guys into NXT, you know that doesn't that really doesn't leave him a spot. So, you know, he's he's stuck right now as long as he's got his contract. So that's so then so that's the yeah. Uh, so that's you know, so that's the that's the big thing. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, um, the quicker that uh, Alexander's contract uh, expires, and I will say this, um, he goes to Impact, where like Rich Swan, oh, he actually he actually would get treated with respect, and that's the better off. He can Maybe. I don't think I don't think he's got I mean I I, I, I don't think he's got the size for AEW mm-hmm. even though AEW is using some lighter guys um, and of course ROH doesn't uh, have lighter guys so there's really no place for him there there's uh, um um there's not uh there's not much yeah, you know, there's there's uh really not much of a chance for him to uh do anything over in uh in Japan either. And that. Okay. So back to the Rusev thing for half a second. My friend Ashley says that Rusev looks like an Oompa Loompa all tanned up like that. Like, like a what? Oompa Loompa. <laughs> you know you know like her- like Camilla's oh, I know, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I, I could, I didn't understand, I didn't understand, I didn't understand the Oompa Loompa part. Oompa that kind of got mopped. <laughs> Sorry. So, but, um, so, but now, um, back to the, back to, uh, Kevin Owens and his, uh, and his trolling. Um, course there were there you know there was there were some uh, thoughts that uh Kevin Owens was going to uh be headed to NXT because no. at one point uh after after the firing he had simply put on his Twitter fourteen twenty three twenty which are the numeric positions of NXT. 
And then he posts a picture from Disney World of somebody from the back saying, my daughter with her friend. And that friend happened to be none other than Tommaso Ciampa. Cool. I love Tommaso and, Ciampa. Yeah. And say. then also. Whose daughter is this? Also, oh, Whose daughter is it? Oh, okay. And cool. then, um, and then he th- proceeds to uh, put up on Twitter after, you know, uh, um, during during Clash on Sunday night, he goes, "So was Becky getting fired?" Oh, why would, <laughs> why would Becky be getting fired? Because because she attacked an official with a chair. Oh yeah, okay, all right, I get it now. Okay, I got it. Hey, get it, get it. I got okay, it. I'm there. there we I'm go. There. I'm there now. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So that was uh, that was the uh, that was the thing there. Um, so now, of course, now of course, um, now now Becky, of course, was supposedly hit with a fine. But she was only fined ten thousand dollars. Of course, it's an accident. As opposed to the hundred thousand that yeah. uh, that Owens was fined. So, um, all right. So now. Um, Okay, so now we have to uh so now we have to uh get into uh a little more a little more serious stuff um that okay. uh that uh happened over over the weekend. Um over uh, over on the east coast uh at uh WrestlePro which involved somebody that we have had as a guest on our on okay. our on our show. Okay. Um so here's so here is here's the here's the thing. I'll go ahead and I'll uh let me let me take on and find that Okay, so so apparently what happened was that um, Saturday night? Um, Ooh, let me God, in fact, actually, in fact, actually, let me let me do this because I want to get I want to get all of this in chronological order because I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to mess up on any of this because because there's okay. a whole there's a whole long it's a it's a whole Big, big deal, and that. Um, so, but, okay. Get your poop in a group. What's going on? All right. Yeah. Okay. So what? So, like I say, this. So this. This occurred on uh, on Saturday night. Um. 
and what uh, and apparently what happened um, was that um, Cass got Cass was apparently, according to the report, um, behaving in an aggressive, a quote unquote, aggressive and erratic manner backstage at the show. Um, wow. I didn't oh, have a chance it, to read it, so I'll let you it gets, it gets even it gets even it gets even it gets even really heavier on this. Um shit. So um apparently during all of this, um Joey Janella who was who was at the show was slapped by Cass. And of course, uh, and of course, Janella was involved in that uh, incident at the uh, Blink One Eighty Two concert with uh, yeah with Enzo that's, right. that's right. Okay. Well, and and then and then it goes and and he then also um, now he's he's also apparently he uh, he threatened to shoot. Not only the talent, but himself. Oh my God! Yeah, he then also, according to the uh, um, according to the reports, he spit in the face of Pat Buck, who, of course, was uh, um, the head of uh, Jersey All Pro Wrestling, whom we've had on our whom we've had on our show a few times, and that. And apparently, Buck punched Cass, laid him out. Who punched up Cass? Pat Buck. Pat Buck. Okay, sorry, I heard you wrong. Okay. 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 Sounded like he swore. And then, and then, and then, and then the police were called, um, and he was. he was uh, taken to a uh, to a local hospital, and apparently he wow. ha- he actually he actually has no real recollection of of the of the incident itself. He doesn't remember but, it. Um, yep, I mean. Now you know. Now remember, um, oh, not that not that ma- not that many months back, um, and he and he talked and he talked about this on a video that he did for uh, DDP. Um, he had had that uh, he had had that seizure at a House of Hardcore event mm-hmm. because he literally had not slept in like uh, three full days. Oh man! And now. Um, and he's and he and he has admittedly he's uh he's been uh, dealing with uh with depression. He admitted that um yeah, self medicated all of that. So, um he issued this he issued this through um Enzo's social media. Um to my fans and all concerned. I have been 
very honest with my past struggles, and it has been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me, and I ruined an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events. I have worked incredibly hard to get where I am, and even harder to overcome my ongoing battle with depression. But I will work my absolute hardest to right the wrongs of Saturday night and apologize to Kevin Matthews, Pat Buck, Joey Janella, the entire WrestlePro locker room, and all parties involved from the bottom of my heart. I'm getting help from my family and friends as we speak, and will be getting professional help in the near future, and ask all to please respect my privacy in the meantime. When and if I reemerge as a public figure, it will be in good faith, and I hope to inspire those who struggle with the same mental health issues I do to seek the help they need. If Tyson Fury can do it, so can I. Remember, I ain't dead yet, and neither are you. Peace and love, William Patrick Morrissey III. Mm. So, that's... Well, I hope you clean that up. Yeah, so that's, you know, so that's, I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's a big thing right there. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of this, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean, Katie, you, you, you've admitted on here that, uh, you've gone through your, um, situations in the past. Um, oh, yeah. we've had, we've I had, we've had, uh, yeah. right. We've done a couple of mental health pieces here. Yes, we have. Right. We've had, we've had other, we've had other, um, wrestlers on here who have oh, talked about uh, about their own personal issues and that. And, you know, and so, folks, honestly, okay, this is not something to mess around with. Um, I hate and, to get and, on the soapbox. I, I don't know, uh, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the statistics are, like, in America, but here in Canada, um, 70, 70 to 80% of the people who commit suicide due to depression or otherwise are men. Mm. Yep, men. That's the same. Wow. <clears throat> that's the that's and that's and that's and that's big uh, number. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that is that's a that's a big deal. You but you know. And I, you know, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing. And I think probably it's one of the most overlooked points of it all is the fact that it does affect men as well. And probably in larger numbers, but men are the ones who are told to, you know, hide it. Don't, you know. Don't let Push your don't let your feelings show. Stop being no. a girl. Right. Push, push it down. We don't want to hear about it. Nobody cares about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is why a lot of times, you know, that's why that's why a lot that's why a lot of guys wind up having heart attacks and strokes because of the stress of holding stuff in. And that. And mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, and and men and women, okay, both. Let's 
you know, let's let's not let's not play let's not play favorites here on this. All right. Um, you know, if you're if you're having if you're having issues, if you are having issues, make calls. Make calls. Get get the help. Get the help that you that you need. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's something that um, that you know, needs it needs to be it needs to be said it needs to be said before mm-hmm. you know anything else. So, all right, let's. Let's lighten this up. Let's lighten this up a yeah, little bit here. Lighten it up a bit. Okay. Um Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah, one Nyla of the, Rose. Uh, two contenders for the to be crowned the inaugural AEW um women's champion in just a couple of weeks. And believe me, there were a lot of people on Twitter, especially Monday night, going how soon does AEW start? I can't take I can't take this BF. So, um, so anyway, so um, so Nyla Rose was uh, at the gym, okay. and she. And apparently this guy across the parking lot spotted her, liked what he saw, and decided to hit on her. Okay. And her reaction and she was... posted this on Twitter. She posted this on Twitter. Okay, so, can't call him this obnoxious, among other things. Agreed? Agreed. But I think I've just gotten the best one. I'm in workout here. And from across the parking lot, some gentleman caller shouts, Woo! Pop to Molly! I'm sweating! God! Damn, baby! Oh, my God. Have some class. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Yep. You see, to those, you know, that usually happens to me from somebody as I'm walking and they'll be across the street pulling that shit. And honestly, I'll tell you straight up, I just throw my head back and laugh as loud as I can. I laugh. Well, I mean, hey, yo, we sat sat there and we talked about it with the, yeah. I mean, we we talked about, we talked about with some of the, with some of the female wrestlers, and that, you know, where they where they talked about the uh you know the uh dinky winky pictures. Oh, well I'm telling you, we I'll tell you straight up what we do with those. We we use them like hockey trading cards. Hey, have you seen this one yet? Hey, have you got this one yet? Has this been sent to you yet? Have you get, did you buy this one yet? You know, whatever. You know, we show we show them around. Yes we do. And we make fun of you. So yeah, your dick pics are all for naught because we don't care. We don't care. If we want to see your dick, uh, we'll say, hey, man, show me what you got. But until then, keep your dick pics to yourself. You know, it's, it's, 
it's, yeah. it's I'll look at, I'm, looking at some, I'm looking at some of the responses on here, and uh, another former guest of ours, uh, Jamie Senegal. Ha, 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 uh-uh, he was tripping. <laughs> oh, man, what an idiot. What an idiot. Uh, seriously, that, that, is, that is just, like, absolutely hilarious. Somebody, somebody says, somebody says, you should have told him, you ain't ready for this overdose. <laughs> uh-uh, man. She'd hurt you, honey. <laughs> oh. She'd lay a hurt. Oh, yeah. She'd lay a she lay a hurting on you. You never forgot. Yeah. Ever. Yep. Yep. Oh, <laughs> a God. whole lot of ladies. Her and Havoc. A whole lot of ladies. I like Havoc. I like, I like yeah. Nia Rose, too. But I really, and I'm well, listening to Nia Jax. Well, well, rumor yeah. is that, uh, rumor is that uh, she's uh, slated to return soon. Um, soon? How because, soon? Because uh, I don't know, but let's put it this way. WWE um, just uh, recently filed a trademark application for Irresistible Force. Ooh. That's what she is. She is an Irresistible Force. So, oh, I so love her. That, so, so, generally, that is, yeah, they they don't apply for trademarks unless, uh, unless, some, unless something is... Uh, Going to possibly be happening, yeah. Yeah, unless they've thrown a log in the fire, they normally wouldn't do that. Right, right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, And now, another match has been announced for um, for AEW's uh, TV premiere on on, uh, TNT. Oh. Um yeah. Cool. They have announced that MJF will be squaring mm-hmm. off against Brandon Cutler. So wow. right now the current Look. right now the current the current premiere the current um lineup for the for the premiere uh is that uh, John Moxley will be making an appearance? Oh, thank goodness, John Moxley! For people who don't know who that is, Ambrose. Going. Yep. Yep. Yay! Um, yeah, I so, saw a picture of him today in in, in his brace. Yeah. yeah. Looks like Robocop. Yeah. Because yeah, he just recently uh, had uh, had surgery to, to uh, drain Mercer out of his elbow, which is why he was yeah. not drain all out. All, Oh yeah, drain the MRSA out of his elbow. That's right. Hit the infection. Okay. Yep. I remember that yep. MRSA was. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Cody Rhodes uh, squares off against uh, Sammy Guevara. Okay. Um, the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, the Elite, will be facing AEW World Champion Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, most likely LAX. Or whatever they're going to call them over mm-hmm. there. Well, um, yeah. Well, they're still showing them on Impact. I saw them this weekend on, on Impact. Yeah. Right. On Friday. Friday. Um, Saturday. Nice. Saturday. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. Oh. They're, yeah. This. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. This coming week will will be. Uh, I think. I think the last uh, um, LAX match on Impact. 
Mm. And this is the one, yeah, it's the one where they're going to be uh, facing Rich Swan and uh, Willie Mack. Um, That's going to be a match the, to have. I, I enjoy I enjoy Rich Swan and Willie Mack. I really do. I like them both. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Rich yeah, Swan. Great, Rich Swan's a character. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Um, and then uh, and then uh, of course uh, Nyla Rose against uh, Rio to uh, crown the first ever AEW Women's Champion. So that that'll be that'll be an interesting one because of course it's a uh, you know a female uh, David versus Goliath type match with uh, you know, Nyla Rose being the monster just a little bit under uh, the size of Awesome Kong yeah. and and a uh, little real. Yeah. I think that. Oh yeah, yeah that. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, when that does happen, I think that's gonna. I think that was gonna be a barn burner. And uh, oh. as we just announced, uh, MJF versus Brandon Cutler. So that is that is what is on tap for two weeks from tomorrow, folks. Two weeks from tomorrow, and um, and already there is also a uh, um, another uh, TV taping date and location, um, November twentieth, which is the week before they come to Chicago, or well, technically Austin states, but still, um, they'll be in uh, Indianapolis. At uh, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, oh, which which is uh, at uh, at the uh, Indiana State Fairgrounds, and tickets for that uh, tickets for that anybody that's uh, in uh, in in Indiana, um, those go on sale um, Friday this Friday at uh, noon Eastern, eleven Central. So be be so be ready for that. So all right, well we have uh, hit up to around the top of the hour, so yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a take a uh, couple minutes uh, break here. Uh, you can sit back, listen. If you if you're uh, listening in on by phone, refresh your calls. Yeah, and, I got to uh, we'll my back. call. Right. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, you are listening to TNT on ERN. You make me vicious. Watch as I make the pain my mistress. You can call me Miss Malicious. Dress you up in stitches No, I cannot resist it If it don't hurt, I get suspicious I like to take the knife and twist it Yeah, my love is sacrilegious I'm not scared to admit it This violence is delicious What doesn't kill me Take all that you can give it to 
made some talk, showed some of the responses on this. Um, and there, and and some of this stuff uh, just really it's it's just amazing how nasty it is. Um, I mean, uh, one person, imagine imagine having Jim Cornette as the commentator for your wrestling promotion. NWA is on crack. Uh, oh. Somebody else um, pointed, tagged uh, Billy Corrigan and said, sad to see you give that homophobic jerk-off Jim Cornette a job. So much for NWA. Um Another one, Jim Cornette fans are the worst part of the wrestling community. Why are they so obsessed with him? Hashtag F Jim Cornette. I know I am a fan of him. He's informative. He's funny. He's out there. He's rude. He's to the point. I don't like how cold he can be sometimes. I don't like what, what he did. To Jordan Grace or a couple other female stars, but right, I understand the appeal. I get it. Right, you know. I, I enjoy saying, I, mean, I mean, Jim. Hey, Jim. You know, I don't have to like let's, And let's look at it this way. And let's and let's look at it this way. Jim creates controversy. Okay. Yep. Jim. Jim has always created controversy. Oh, uh, whether whether it be in his persona or whether it be in real life, oh, uh, Jim Cornette. Let let's let's be let's be honest here, Katie. Jim mm-hmm. Cornette is a polar is a polarizing figure in our business. There's very really, much so. There, it, I'll agree. It seems, it, yeah, it seems to be that there's no real halfway about about your feelings towards Jim Cornette. You either love the guy or you hate his guts. Okay. Exactly. There's no, you really can't sit on the fence where it comes to Jim Cornette. Like you said, you either like him or you don't like him. There's really no in between. There's not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that thing, and, you know, understandable, understandable. (laughs) I mean, you know, bless you. Um, Thank you. You know, it it ha- it happens that way. Um, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there, you know, I mean, hey, there there are pe- there are people that feel that way about just about you know any any of the announcers. I mean, you know, hey, look at the look at the uh, look at the way uh, Corey Graves gets gets it. I mean, yeah. You know, oh yeah. I mean, they, they they eat his they eat his soul every week. Okay, they totally give it to him. You know. Yeah. Right. They do. Um, hey, there are there are people. There, I mean, Jim Ross. There are people. There are people who uh, who who do who do uh, you know who. Don't like Jim Ross. Um, you know, 
I mean, we've I mean, we've we've talked we've talked a little bit about the uh about the commentary uh team on AEW. I mean, uh thankfully it looks like uh Alex Marvez will not be in the commentary booth. Um now, Sean's got Sean's got some issues with Excalibur. I'm not sure mm. why I think Excalibur is a really, you know, has has turned into a very good commentator and that. Um and I think and I think he and Tony and uh, JR are going to do an excellent job. <clears throat> I agree. You know, I think I don't I I honestly I think the last wrestling announcer at least in my time that didn't have any negative response to to him is the late great dean of announcers Gordon Soley. Hmm. Everybody that I that I know of and that Loved Gordon, respected Gordon, thought he was one of the greatest things to slice bread, which he was. Um, nobody, nobody that I'm that I know of has had a bad thing to say about him. So, Ooh. so, but. Uh, but uh, Jim, but Jim Cornette, um, you know, he probably he probably causes more more controversy than um, than a lot of people in our industry, and that, and you know, and frankly, he doesn't care. He does Why not should care. He? Why right. should he? He's he's Jim fucking Cornette. There you go. Yep. <laughs> As our good friend Kenny Bolin has has oh, told us about many many times in the yeah. past. Don't go on a road. Don't go for, on a road trip with Jim Cornette. You'll be stopping every twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I still yeah. that phone call when when he when he called me after that after that <laughs> Memphis trip, and mm-hmm. he was. So mad I at Jim for that. Oh my God, I, Katie. Honestly, I mean, I mean, Kenny. Kenny likes to Kenny likes to use some colorful language. Oh yeah, just like Jim. Does. But yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, honestly, honestly, I think, yeah. I think I think I think Kenny used more swear words in a in a. 30 minute phone call to me than he has in two hours on our airway. That's how mad he was. Oh That's yeah. Well, I can just hear it now. Fuck fuck any I can just hear it now. He's fuck 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 Everybody knows that. So, yep. All right. So, um, now, now there was a uh, there was another um, show that happened this weekend. Um, our uh, 
our good friend uh, Igor Savinovich was uh, involved in this one. Um, AAA invading New York, although uh, they had a little help. And because of that help, there was some controversy. And we'll go and we'll go and we'll go into that in a minute. Um, so now, of course, this show was supposed to originally take place in uh, in the big arena in Madison Square Garden, but with um, Vince uh, doing the two days worth of uh, um, TV in there and that, and then of course um, the guys having. Issues trying to get visas in because, of course, um, right now our our immigration department is being very, very slow on issuing visas, and that uh, there was a lot of guys that didn't wind up being able to make it. So, uh, so some impact guys filled in, and that. So. Um, <clears throat> In the uh, in the opening contest, uh, Mascarita Sagrada and uh, Chris Dickinson defeated the uh, team of Dave the Clown and Demas. And yes, that is his actual name, Dave the Clown. Cool. I don't like clowns. Um. Yeah. Um. So. Stephen King. Then, it's Stephen King's fault. It's Stephen King's fault. I don't like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. We blame, yeah, yeah and, we blame and don't, and yeah, and but 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 when you know, I watched the brand new it movie this weekend, so yeah, I can shut my hole. <laughs> well, see, it's all hey, yeah, that's your fault. That's I, your hey, fault. It's them killing the clown that I like, okay? <laughs> but yeah, that's messed up. So, all right, <laughs> um. So then, uh, so then the uh, second match was a Triple uh, A versus uh, Impact match. Uh, yeah, I watched which it. Had, which had uh, Josh Alexander from uh, the North, Michael Elkin, and uh, Sammy Callahan defeating the team of, yes, this Bobby Apache, Murder oh. Clown, and Drago. <clears throat> yep. And I looked at Darren and said, I don't like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and then in a uh, number one contender match for the uh, AAA uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Um, and, uh, th- and this is because apparently they are going to be uh, swapping the title because our friend Laredo Kidd is going to be on an island shooting a reality show for the next three to four months. So, Neat. in a in a uh, so in a fatal four way, um, Daga, the um, boyfriend of Tessa Blanchard, defeated okay. Puma King, Lamita. And Aerostar. So cool. I love music. And then, and then, and then the only title change, the only effect, the only title match, or no? Well, 
Now, now it's not the only title match. It, it was the first title match, but the only title change on the entire card. Taya defeats Tessa Blanchard in a hell of a match. Yes, to regain the Reina de Arenas championship. And so um, Taya is now a three-time Reina de Arenas champion. Give it a squish. And and so, um, and so then uh, the uh, AAA uh, Tag Team Championships uh, were defended. Uh, the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix, and uh, Pentagon Jr. defeated LAX, who, of course, are no longer Impact talent, but they are AAA talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, um, in his second match, former UFC fighter Cain Velasquez, um, Psycho Clown, and Brian Cage um, defeated Los Los Mercenarios, uh, Tejano Jr., Reyes Scorpion, and Black Taurus. Now, here's the thing. Brian Cage was the odd man in this match. The original, the original scheduled third man on that side was supposed to be Killer Cross. Okay. Well, here's the thing: Killer Cross, who of course, um, several uh, several months back, asked for his release. From Impact, which was not granted, even though they granted his girlfriend Charlotte Bordeaux's um, release. Well, he's in a bit of hot water. Okay. Um, okay. If you if you if you remember if you remember the um, Slammiversary pay per view. Yeah. Okay. When he. When he was in the first blood match. All right. Yep. Yeah, I remember it. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. He refused to gig because apparently um, Anthem does not have a solid health screening policy for their talent. Oh wow! So, so he he did so he uh, so he didn't yeah you know, like he doesn't know whether you know somebody else that uh, might have been bleeding in the ring before him might have had Hep C or worse. So Impact was forced to get fake blood for him to bite down on a capsule and have the blood oh, come out of his mouth. Oh wow, eh? And that's how and that's how they got the that's how they got the first blood in that match. Well, since then oh, basically basically Impact has 
kept him uh, kept him shoved off in the back room somewhere. Wow. So, so the only okay. times that he's actually wrestling is when he's wrestling on a triple A card or on or on a uh, on an independent show somewhere. So since uh, since Impact came in and uh, basically helped bail out AAA on this thing. Um, well, that was it. Uh, Cross was off the card. Shoot. Yeah, and then in the uh, and then in the uh, in the main event, um, uh, Doctor Wagner Jr. came came back and he defeated his nemesis Blue Demon Jr. Now, this is you know, uh, this, this was just a straight match, um, no uh, no gimmicks in it, and that. So it, you know, um, because of course, uh, obviously, any of the gimmicks AAA is saving for over over in Mexico. What are you All beating right. up on? So, all right. So, let's go ahead and what do we have next? Let's let's tear let's tear let's tear apart uh, SmackDown Live. Okay. And Time to tear apart SmackDown. That, All right. Yeah, and and that uh, and uh, again, definitely a. Uh, Tear apart. Um, I'm just yeah. So, opening match, which was the one thing that um, was was announced besides the uh, coronation, was a uh, six man tag um, New Day defeating the Revival and Randy Orton, and then immediately after that, all of a sudden. Here comes music, here comes lights, here comes Brock Lesnar. And he officially challenges Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship for next Friday when SmackDown premieres on Fox. So, guys, Kofi's run was great. But let's admit it, Sophie's run is now over. Yeah, but we know... why, does it always, why does everybody's wonderful run always have to end with Brock Lesnar, Mr. Paper Champ? Like, just, because, oh. because, Vince, because Vince likes big guys. Vince there's lots forced, of like, big guys in the Vince company. Vince was forced into... Yeah, but he's got he's got a, he's got especially uh, big stiffy for for Brock, obviously. Mhm. Looks like his 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 genetic I, I, jackhammer goes his genetic jackhammer goes to full attention when Brock's in the room. Yuck. That's gross. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um. 
He was basically forced into Kofi because the crowd was not going to have anything else at that time. I think I don't know had about that. Could have been anybody. Oh, I, I do. I think I think had Kofi not won the WWE championship at WrestleMania. Yeah, a place then, would have had a connection. Yeah. Ra- well the ratings yeah, and and the ratings for T V would have sunk even <clears throat> worse. So Alright. So then you get this weird backstage interview between Michael Cole and Eric Rowan where Eric Rowan tells him what his name is and that and that was just really weird then um, then my poor friend Ali gets um, torn apart by Shinsuke Nakamura don't even have official match start. Nope. And then uh, you see then suddenly you see Kevin Owens walking into the building and then one of the refs uh, goes to goes to the office where Shane is at and says, Hey, um, there's somebody here to see you. Shane walks out, and here's the guy in a suit and everything, and says, you've been served. And he looks at the papers. We cut to commercial. Then the next thing, we get uh, Shane coming out while Kevin's sitting there with his, with his feet up on that uh, little stand, kind of, acting like he's nodding off and then Shane goes and lets Kevin come in and that and then they jaw jack and Kevin pops out the big one saying hey you find me for attacking an official you attacked an official and so I've got I've got a good line for my lawsuit against you and then there's another little stipulation that you did not read in this that if I that when I win this lawsuit I get to say to you you're fired you're fired and yeah, he was he was yeah. kind of, he was kind of channeling uh, Vince on that one. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> then, <laughs> um, then uh, Charlotte Flair um, beats uh, Sasha Banks by oh. uh, DQ when uh, when Bailey interferes just as uh, Charlotte's turning bridging up for the figure eight, which then led to Carmella coming out. So, no SmackDown Live fans, don't be prepared to see Becky. She's not coming anytime soon, if at all. (laughs) Then you get um, the coronation ceremony of 
King Snorbin. Oh, King Snorbin. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which uh, then leads, of course, to the obligatory um, terror part of everything by Chad Gable. Um, I mean, you could tell, obviously, of course, the way that the uh, throne collapsed, that it was rigged up to do that. Um, yep. But uh, I'm, I'm betting Corbin will have a couple of legit bruises from that scepter. Cause, Good. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Gable whacked him really hard with that thing. Um, and then, of course, uh, oh, the... Uh, the robe was torn, and then the ultimate uh, indignation, he stomped on that cheap uh, dime store crown. So, um, <clears throat> then. I mean, I, under- I understand it's always a heel that takes the crown, but really, Corbin? Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, I mean, so even though even though there's no brand split, does that mean that because he's king, he's going to show up on either show? I mean, let's yeah, you know, let's get some clarification here on this. Okay. Um. All right, and then and then uh, and then going from there, uh, heavy machinery uh, beats the uh, B team, and. I don't. I don't know about you, but I'm not. I'm not so sure about this uh, gear change for Otis. I mean, he's out of the segment. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Just wearing a pair of trunks. I mean, you know. Yeah, put him back in the segment. I mean, I mean. I'm sorry. I love Otis to death. The guy, the guy is an amazing athlete. He's uh, humorous yeah, as all get out. But uh, but but seriously, um, he's he's got he's got bigger he's got bigger boobs than uh, a few women I've dated over the past. Mm. Well, I don't know, man. My last girlfriend's boobs were a size J. They're not that quite big, quite that big. Yeah, he's got some big old titties. He's got some big old titties. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then then Daniel Bryan comes out uh, to talk about uh, Eric Rowan, gets uh, waylaid by uh, Luke Harper, and, and then Roman Reigns comes out, and he gets laid out. So, well, um... I'm wait. I'm waiting to see. I'm. I. I don't know about you. I don't know about anybody of our any of our listeners here. I am seriously hoping that they bring back the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. I'm. I'm hoping but, so as well. I've been saying that to Darren when you know. Well, since since Rowan showed his face, I'm like Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Well, I mean, and uh, and in the commentary on Sunday night. Um, and even tonight, uh, Graves referred to mm-hmm. what happened as a bludgeoning. Yes, indeed, so he did. You're right. That that might that might be a little hint that yes, they are going to they are going to uh, 
give them their uh, hammers and their and their uh, robes back, and I would be happy for that. I I love the the Bludgeoning Brothers gimmick. I yeah, thought good. I thought it was great. It uh, it show it showcased them off as you know just two rock solid behemoths that. Uh, all they did was uh, beat people up. Mm-hmm. Now, if, uh, now as long as uh, as long as Harper can uh, keep from uh, being getting injured, hey, then uh, this you know, I mean, you could you could give you could give them a uh, a run a run with the uh, a run with the title at some point again. Yeah, they were a formidable tag team, and they were hard to beat. Right, right. I mean, obviously, you know, as long as they stay over on SmackDown, then you won't get uh, won't get the other one. That would be that would be really nice to see, which would be which would be the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Viking Raiders. Ooh. Ooh. That would be that would be an awesome. Awesome match, just a wicked match. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. 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 Um, all right. Uh, con- contract news. Um, now Jeff Hardy is expected to uh, return in November. Uh, Who is? And Jeff Hardy. Okay, I thought that's what you said. Sorry. Cool. All right. And um. And the uh, and reports are going that uh, um, due to the injury, Jeff's contract has been extended for at least one more year. Now, um, now Matt's contract runs through March of next year, so we'll we'll see if we'll see if uh, if Matt renews. If so, um, what his what he he's going to do, whether he's going to make an in-ring return or whether he's just going to go ahead and um, stay backstage as an agent and that. Um, Who knows? Now, yeah. Now, um, Anything could happen. Right, right. Um, now, uh, more stuff uh, about the... Uh, um, studio show that uh, WWE is going to be uh, putting on Fox Sports One. Um, now, according to reports, it's going to air weekly from uh, Fox's studios in LA with a panel of hosts, um, with the uh, lead host being Renee Young. Whether that means she's uh, leaving Raw or not, uh, or moving to SmackDown. We're not sure. There's been there's been a lot of there's been a lot of rumors floating around. Um, I love Renee. As to as to you know what she's gonna what she's gonna wind up uh, doing in that, and then uh, Kathy Kelly will uh, be will also be working on this, um, which means she's gonna split her time between Fox and NXT. Um, Fox has mm-hmm. apparently uh, reached out to a number of uh, WWE Hall of Famers to appear on the panel. Um, 
No title revealed yet, but WWE did recently apply to trademark WWE after the bell. So that might that might be your that might be your uh, title, or at least it's uh, it's your it's your working title. So. Um, now, um, all right. So go. So uh, so uh, going on from from there. Um, in a uh, um, couple of couple of days ago, uh, New Japan had their um, destruction in uh, in uh, Beppu, uh, where they had a couple of their uh, Young Lion Cup matches. Uh, so in in the first match, which was the Young Lion Cup match, Carl Fredericks defeated uh, Yota Suji. In the uh, second Young Lion match, uh, Shota Umino defeated uh, Alex Coughlin. Um, then in the uh, first regular match, um, Yuji Nagata, uh, Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, Yuyu Uemura, and Ren Narita defeated the team of Manabu Nakashini, uh, Toa Hanare, Clark Connors, and Michael Richards. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger, and uh, you know if he if he comes if he comes back uh, to the U.S. within the next month or so, wherever he's at, make sure you catch him because this is it. Um, end of the year, he's done. He's retired. Um, but uh, Liger uh, teaming up with uh, Sho and Yo to defeat Minoru Suzuki, uh, Yoshinobu Kanimoto, and uh, Duki. Um, Kenta, Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, El Fantasmo, and Taji Ishimori defeated uh, the team of uh, Kota Ibushi, Tomakai Hanma, Togi Makabe, Will Ospreay, and Robbie Eagle. Um, Sonata, Shingo Takaki, and Bushi defeated the team of uh, Kazukichi Okada, Hiroki Goto, and Rocky Romero. Um, Setsuya Naito and Evil defeated uh, Jay White and Chase Owens. Um, the uh, Gorillas of Destiny defeated uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi to retain their IWGP World Tag Team Champions. And then, um, in the main event, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to become the Revolution Pro Wrestling British Heavyweight Champion. So that that will uh, that will probably be on uh, um, access in uh, in just a couple of weeks. Um, Now, um, Shane Taylor, um, Ring of Honor World Television Champion, uh, issued a following statement regarding his status with promotion following the news that ROH has agreed to terms on a contract buyout. Hmm. Um, wow. 
And what this and what this says, it says Shane Taylor Promotions is going to be a company dedicated to promoting and advertising the hottest professional wrestling talents in the world with the Ring of Honor television champion at the forefront. We're currently in contact with numerous wrestling companies in regards to partnership, one of which is Ring of Honor. While I'm incredibly humbled by the support over these past few days, Chain Taylor Promotions is about me, my legacy, my mark on this sport, and being the biggest star that I can possibly be. It's about highlighting my accomplishments and using my platform to its fullest capacity to make myself more than just a professional wrestler. Um, Ring of Honor took a chance on me when nobody else would. The talent they've done that for reads like a who's who list. Ring of Honor has the best wrestlers and the best competition in the world. They have a legacy and reputation that are unparalleled that's evident when you look at the stars and other major companies. Um, I don't believe Ring of Honor officials expected me to rise to the very top of the company and outgrow the expectations and platform they had for me. But now that I have, I need a company that's big enough and willing to facilitate what this star truly deserves. So it's because of that loyalty, that opportunity, and Ring of Honor's original belief in me that Ring of Honor will have the first opportunity to negotiate with Shane Taylor Promotions on a new deal that gives myself and others the platform, the opportunity needed, and the opportunities needed to shine. So... I uh, don't know if that's a that's a work or a shoot, but um, that is that is what it is. Um, now, uh, death before dishonor. Um, they have announced a uh, singles match for their pre-show before the um, pay-per-view next Friday night. Um, and that is going to be get ready, get your get get a towel under your chin, Katie, because you're gonna drool Uh-oh. when I tell Uh-oh. you. Okay. Okay, tell me. Jeff Cobb versus Brody oh. King. Mm, Jeff Cobb. Mm. Yeah. Yum 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 yummy Jeff Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, you don't understand. Darren will wake me up if there's a Cobb match, okay, because he watches it in the morning on Saturday morning, right? So he'll wake me up uh-huh. or he'll make sure I watch and be like, okay, it'll be like the first match in, it's a Cobb match, fourth match, third match, whatever, right? We'll make sure I mm-hmm. uh, I watch the Cobb match. <laughs> Cobb's looking good. Yep. Well, hey, so so there you go. There you go. A week from A week from Friday. Um, Jeff Cobb will be uh, will be on the on the pre-show for uh, Death Before Dishonor. Um, cool. So that uh, that will that will be that will be um, interesting. Um, and then we definitely we've got to talk we got to about, talk about something here for uh, the last few minutes that. Um, Kind of, that came out uh, last week. Um, of course, uh, we know that uh, AEW and uh, AAA have a uh, have a working relationship. Um, the mm-hmm. uh, Lucha Brothers, of course, um, 
have defended the uh, AAA tag team titles on um, AEW events. Um, AEW talent was, of course, uh, at Triple uh, Mania and that. Um, so Vince is scared that he is going to lose the Latino audience. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Because he's afraid that uh, they're all going to jump to watch an AEW because there will be AAA people on there. Hmm. So, so, at, so, uh, so apparently, Vince is in negotiations with the other big wrestling promotion in Mexico, CMLL. Now, they don't, now they, now there's no word as far as whether it would be a, you know, any talent um, exchange going on like they, like they do with the NXT talent going over to Evolve and that. Um, but there's also rumor that um, Vince wants to buy the CMLL library to put on the WWE Network um, potentially on that uh, on that premium tier that uh, we talked about that uh, they're supposedly going to add to the network. So, yeah, you know, you, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah, they made jokes to the Hall of Fame about uh, AEW being a pissant company, but mm-hmm. if 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 it was if it was such a pissant company, why did WWE decide to program NXT opposite it? Mm-hmm. Why did WWE decide to premiere NXT on USA? this coming Wednesday night, two weeks before AEW's premiere on TNT. Oh. What, why, you know, why is, you know, why, why is he, why is he taking uh, everything uh, Chris Jericho off the network? Now, that that is that is the mark of somebody who says, "Yes, they are competition. Yes, they scare me." So, hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a war going on. Whether whether the fans want to admit it, whether either side wants to admit it. But there is definitely a war going on. And we'll see tomorrow night as far as um, how WWE programs NXT. Um, the one the one match that uh, they've announced, of course, is uh, the uh, North American title match, Velveteen Dream, um, defending against uh, Kyle O'Reilly of Undisputed Era. They have not, they've not, uh, you know, they didn't list any other matches 
and that. So um, we'll just have to we'll just have to see what uh, what comes out, and uh, uh, um, we'll uh, we'll try and talk about it next week. So. All right. Well, I think we oh, have wow. covered so everything. Yeah, I think we I think we pretty much covered it all. Mm. So So, um we're going to we're going to close a little bit differently tonight. Um of course okay. uh um the music world was uh shocked and saddened on Sunday with the uh passing of uh Rick Kosick of the uh, of cars. Now, of course, uh, in in the uh, have in they the given early, cause of death yet? Well, yes, he actually he was recovering. He was recovering from surgery, so apparently there was some complications yeah, from that. Plus, he uh, plus he had uh, coronary disease. Oh crap! Yeah, and he was only seventy five. But at the same oh, time, you sit there and you think about this, and and this is and this is one of the things we don't, you know, we don't want to think about the fact that we're growing older. We also don't want to think about the fact that our heroes are growing older at the same time. I don't, I don't think of Rick Acostic as a seventy-five-year-old man. I, oh, I, I see this, I see this, y'all. You know, 30 some year old guy helping to helping to lead a band from from Boston that uh, was uh, at the forefront of what was uh, known as the uh, new wave movement and you know, with that you, know, you you know you you just you just you know, you, you Picture your idols as they as they were then, not as they are now. You don't think you don't think about the fact that hey, you know, these people can have health problems. You don't think about the fact that a Mick Jagger mm-hmm. would would need to have heart valve surgery and things like that. But he did. And he's but still he did. Rocking. Yeah, yeah, he's still going. He he. He's he he oh, yeah. still moves like he did when he was in his twenties mm-hmm. and thirties. Know, Just did a concert this, here this summer. Actually, they yeah. they did a concert here this summer. Big yeah. one, huge, huge but, concert. But yeah, but um, you know, so so for tonight we're going to go ahead and we're going to close up um, with the first cut. From the first album, the self-titled mm-hmm. album, The Cars, Good Times Roll. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Thank you all very much, and Thanks for coming. goodbye for now. Good night.
welcome election recording artist from Boston, the Cod. Thank you. 